Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. You ready, Bob? Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, One Love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Let's talk about the top landing spots for DeAndre Hopkins next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Dave Richard with a, an emergency edition of FFT in 5. DeAndre Hopkins had requested a trade from the Arizona Cardinals. They did him one better. They just released him. They're going to take a $22 million cap hit for this season, not a post-June 1st uh, designation here. This is strictly, I think, in continuing with the Cardinals sort of soft reset. You know, Kyler Murray coming back from his ACL tear. This is going to be a really bad team. You can listen to the full episode of Fantasy Football Today where you guys talked about that. But what we're going to talk about here is looking ahead where we'd like to see DeAndre Hopkins play in 2023 because you know he was suspended for the first six games of last season he's dealt with some soft tissue injuries over the last few seasons and he is 31 uh in about a week he's still really good though you know 79.7 yards per game last season he was good even when kyler murray wasn't playing this is a guy who can still make an impact potentially where is the top landing spot you'd like to see deandre hopkins end up my favorite landing spot for him, Chris, and, and I think the top two are pretty predictable. I'm going to pick Buffalo over Kansas City as the spot where I think he, he is where I want him to go. And it comes with a little bit of data that I think would support Buffalo going after Hopkins. How about this? Their pass-run ratio, this is Buffalo we're talking about. Josh mm-hmm. Allen that we're talking about. In the red zone last year, they were in the middle of the league in pass rate. 52.5% when they got into the red zone. And how was Josh Allen when he got into the red zone? I know you were going to ask that question, Chris. I beat you to it. <laughs> he was 19th in completion rate in the red zone. He was first in interception rate, though. Most INTs in the red zone of anybody in football. Touchdown rate was pretty good. That was still top five. But I think that's what DeAndre Hopkins can offer a quarterback mm-hmm. is a winner in the red zone. That's why Arizona acquired him in the first place, and I think he can still do that. We're not asking, or a team shouldn't ask DeAndre Hopkins to be an explosive playmaker, although he was sneaky explosive still pretty good. in the nine games that he played last year. I, I think he's much more of like a dominator in the end zone. Buffalo could use that type of guy. I think he would have more success in Buffalo than he would in Kansas City, where he'd kind of have to share that role with What's that title? Is it Noah Gray? I'm forgetting his name. Yeah, like, not um, Noah Gray. It's it's Travis Kelsey, pick. actually. Ah, yeah, uh, yeah. Of course, of course. Yeah, this is a you know Buffalo is one of those teams that the second half of last season, especially there was a little bit of a swoon for Josh Allen. He wasn't quite the elite passer that we'd seen. Part of that was he was dealing with an elbow injury, but I think part of it is just that team really needs playmaking. They went out and got Dalton Kincaid. I think he can help out of the slot, but. 
you know, I think DeAndre Hopkins can definitely be an upgrade over Gabe Davis. Who, where else would you think if uh, the Buffalo Bills don't go get him? Where else do you think DeAndre well, Hopkins? Kansas City, yeah. yeah, Kansas City's number two, and it's kind of obvious. Patrick Mahomes, a quarterback, not a real stud number one receiver. Mm-hmm. Certainly not somebody that can win on the perimeter in Kansas City. That's an offense that's been schemed up quite a bit. I, I think Hopkins helps in three ways. Number one, obviously, makes them far less predictable in the red zone, and they're already one of the most unpredictable teams mm-hmm. when they get in the red zone. Number two, he's somebody that can win on the outside. And number three, he can be sort of a security blanket for Patrick Mahomes. A play breaks down. Usually that's Kelsey. Yeah. But if the middle of the field somehow gets taken away and Kelsey doesn't get himself open, maybe he's double teamed. Well, defenses can't double team Kelsey and Hopkins at the same time. Let me just add this caveat, though which will play into the third team that I like for DeAndre Hopkins. I'm worried about the target share being high for Hopkins. And with Hopkins, it's always been really high, Chris. Mm -hmm. We're talking over 30%. One year in the last four where it hasn't been, and it was the year that he was suspended. Marquise Brown went to Arizona. There's reasons for it. I think if he goes to Buffalo or Kansas City, that target share is probably going to be closer to like 23% than it would be 30%. Yeah, I think that's fair. And, and, you know, the... I, I think there would be some knock-on effects to him going to Kansas City that I would actually welcome because you know this was one of the things I said when the Vikings drafted Jordan Addison was I'm glad we don't have to pretend K- KJ Osborne matters for fantasy anymore and it's not the same thing with those Kansas City Chiefs wide receivers I think Sky Markadarius Tony Rashi Rice you know they've all got early round draft capital they're all potentially really productive players but. There's no separation between any of them in my minds right now. DeAndre Hopkins, I think, would be a clear number one there. I mean, you know, alongside Travis Kelsey, where, you know, I, I've got Kadarius, Tony, Sky Moore, all projected for like 15 to 18% target share. DeAndre Hopkins would immediately be in that 23 to 25% range. There so, you go. And what's I, the third I landing spot? This one's more just for fun than anything else, Chris. So if you've got a third spot, go ahead and give it. But thinking about that target share, where could he go where he could get that 30% target share? No problem. It's not a contending team. It's the Carolina Panthers. Sure. And it, it's, an, it's an offense that really doesn't have an answer at wide receiver. But I think that they would be even more. They're, they're already. I think they're going to be sneaky competitive this year, Chris. And I think Bryce Young's accuracy inside of 50 yards is really, really good. If he's throwing to DeAndre Hopkins, I could see Hopkins getting that target share still having a high catch rate north of 65%, still averaging in the neighborhood of 12.5 to 13.5 yards per catch, and certainly coming through with some touchdowns on the other end from Bryce Young. It's it's more of a play on him just getting volume and certainly less of a play of him getting a big money contract and being on a contending team. But I think he could get some really good numbers if he stayed or stayed if he went to Carolina and was with Bryce Young. Here's a kind of off the radar one that I don't know how realistic it is, but what about Detroit? A team that we is talked a popular about pick one. to make the playoffs. Yes. No Jamison Williams. Amon Ross St. Brown is an awesome player, but DeAndre Hopkins, I think, would be a really, really nice compliment to him. Amon Ross St. Brown, more of that short intermediate guy, not necessarily a dominant red zone guy because he's a little on the smaller end. DeAndre Hopkins could immediately step in, give that offense another focal point, give the opposing defense is something else to worry about. I know that we're over five minutes. Would you like to know Detroit's stats on pass run ratio in the red zone last Let's year? Let's hear it. I'm going to guess it was a lot of runs. 54% in the red zone last year, so they actually threw more than Buffalo did when they got into the red zone. And as for Jared Goff, how did he do when he was in the red zone? 
completed 59.3% of his passes. That's tied for 10th best. His touchdown rate, though, 24.2%. That's 14th. Hopkins would fit in there, Chris. Yep. That's 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 sneaky good. And sneaky a better answer than Carolina. All right, that's going to do it for FFT and 5. We'll see you next week. It's the UEFA Champions League on Paramount+. Plus. Europe's top club soccer tournament. Champions versus champions. The best teams facing off in the knockout rounds. Magnificent! And it all takes place. While you're filling out financial reports at work. In the middle of your day. In the middle of your week. So use that second screen. Call in sick. Do whatever you gotta do to tune in Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Nobody watches the UEFA Champions League like us. Stream every match live exclusively on Paramount+. Plus.